the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're talking gardening with you. Just call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. Trace is on the porch with us too. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Lots of tomato plants. Yeah. Mean, Many varieties to choose from, Tycoon, Celebrity, 968, H- HM1823. HM1823, so all your good fall growing varieties, uh, I've got I've got them in stock. Well, the, the one that I didn't expect to see there was the, there's a, uh, uh, oh, the fast... Tomato that you, your 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 crew determined was the best tasting. Oh, uh, uh, Roma surprise. Roma is it? Is it the Roma surprise? No, that was just, just that was Roma. just Roma. Although I have a I have the Roma surprise booked. So yeah, for later. That's right. We, That's we, coming first first, first middle of, of August. Yep. So uh, along with all the other trial ones that we're going to be talking. The about. new one and the, and the, uh, the the picture in Calvin with Calvin's article. Of the uh, orange of the uh, Ruby Crush, they don't know that it's Ruby Crush. They didn't label it as Ruby Crush, but uh, this is Roma Surprise, the the one one on the left. If you get looking at today's garden section, and you notice it's it's a tomato color, tomato color, but this Ruby Crush is That's bright red, very red. Very red, and uh, it's a uh, grape tomato. See, it's in the clusters of grape tomato. So that was cool. ta- those, those two pictures were taken at the children's garden. They do a good job out there. They do. i, I got to give David a kudos for that. No, don't do, do that. Do you have to? I do. No, no, no. no. That, that's bad. Thank well, you. and he wrote, they also wrote a paper, which has been useful for, oh, we, well, we, we were interested in it for was the, well, Community gardens like the one out at the university, uh-huh. UTSA, where David just kind of put all the procedures in the week-by-week thing in in form of a paper on the internet, so you, that organizations could take advantage of that. So, and and it makes it's especially powerful when you know that they're doing a good job and that they produce 
Oh yeah. Everything, and that they um, they take the recommendations. Uh, uh, you know, they're involved. David is involved in the research. And oh, his, absolutely. And his master gardeners and his volunteers are. So it's all about success, and that's a, a proven uh, uh, recipe for yeah. for getting everything to produce well. But I also think I, I agree with that. But I also think it's flexibility and and a willingness to change and kind of led by Jerry all through the years here and uh, you know every time we learn something new from whatever volunteers and whatever research is going on we find a spot to fit that into our gardening situation Mm -hmm. here makes it makes it easier or makes it more of a chance for us to be successful doesn't mean we all it always works out but but it's uh yeah i I agree with you that's a that's that, great job what calvin's talking about as far as the outline of uh, successful gardening in this area i guess that's what he's talking about is uh it's on plant answers i'm glad he pays attention (laughs) i like my word recipe recipe for success it's on plantanswers.com under the topics of the month and uh, it's it's constant. I, I, I left it on that constant for those people that want to get into gardening for the first time or maybe do, do a little better job of gardening. It's under what's happening at the Children's Vegetable Garden Program. It's under uh, the last topic of the topics of the month. It's on there permanently. So you can go in there <clears throat> and see what they do week by week and f- follow their follow their guidelines and uh you can have a a nice children uh as much to sh- success as the children's garden is having this these poor grackles here that, that, that little grackle isn't getting fed at all the gra- great big one the mother is just keeps giving obviously he's he's her favorite Oh, give her, yeah, give her, give, her, give her that little one. Well, so. you could. <laughs> Focus, Trace. We'll get, uh, get us back on track, will you? Well, all I was thinking about, Jerry's going to whip out a pellet gun and uh, give him a <laughs> gift as well. But, um, all right, so lots of beautiful color. Uh, Bogovia hanging baskets, they are spectacular. Oh, yeah. And I believe they're on sale for like fourteen eighty eight, under $15. Um, all your good summer color, we've got it. The Mexican Bird of Paradise, the Esperanzas. Uh, in fact, we have several varieties of Esperanzas right now, uh, different variations in color and growing height. There's even some dwarfs out there. Uh, it's a prelude to next week, just so you know. Okay. Uh, then uh, plant of the weekend for this week, and this is kind of a I happened by it. It's a uh, hummingbird bush, so it's a flame acanthus. And it is a color that I had not seen before. So I brought it up, and Calvin gave a thumb up, and then, of course, Jerry took credit for it. So <laughs> I haven't told him the name of it. Without, yeah. it, without reading it. Uh, well, you've, you've had this. Uh, I think we may have used it. We've had it, it for a few weeks, but this yeah. is the first time I actually noticed the bloom uh-huh. being yeah. a completely different color than normal. So I, I would say it's more of a peachish orange rather yeah. than the orange orange. Right. And you named it what? It's it's named uh, uh, Benny's Gold. Benny's, Benny's Gold. Gold. I can see the label yeah, right here. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's after it's named after Benny Simpson, who used to be the uh, native uh, plant uh, guru up in uh, Dallas. He, he's passed away now. 
And this interesting history on this plant is that uh, that uh, I I was not familiar with the plant, and then uh, Robin, you know, out at uh, uh, the Rose Emporium, yeah, she had this out there, and she liked it, and uh, she said, "I'll I'll give you I'll, I'll let you propagate that plant and get it to color spot if you'll name it uh, Benny's Gold." And uh, and so uh, we did, and we prop- it's easy to propagate, and it is a little bit different color than uh, than the regular flame account. And it's it's on most butterfly lists. Oh yeah, well, but you know both versions. I think it's deer resistant. Um, I don't know I, about that. I don't remember. But I, but uh, one of the recommended best spots for it is in a uh, half whiskey barrel. It fills up. Oh, yeah, it'd be beautiful. Fills it up, and uh, it's a kind of an old-fashioned growth habit, but in that whiskey barrel, you know, it kind of weeps out there, and, yeah. and the butterflies love it. Hummingbirds really like it, too. Uh, there's at least at least one species of butterfly, a couple butterflies, that uh, that's it's their favorite place to, and I can't think of what they are right now, but it's favorite place to nest, too. So this is... This is a uh, great addition to the landscape of somebody that wants to increase the butterfly population. And we've got probably about 35 of them, and they are only $6.99. Yep. So I'll tell you a little bit about how you can get them. You can uh, either come by, and are they in front of us? Uh, They're to the side over here. Okay, to the side of the uh, two-story house out here. Uh, Or if you've uh, just figured, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760, and they will uh, put aside how many you say you want. And uh, just uh, if you know you're not going to come today, but you're going to come tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday, they'll they'll take care of you. So uh, that's 497-3760. Cool. Thank you, sir. You want to hang a second? We're going to get to Laureen, and then we'll... Okay, Laureen is on the line at 308-8867. Hey, Laureen, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fantastic. How about you? Good, good. What's going on? Okay, so I have red rocket crepe myrtles that I love. I bought them about three years ago, and uh, every summer they bloom. They bloom just fine. They're just wonderful. Um, the four in the back bloomed um, just fine, but they, my two in the front haven't bloomed. So I don't know what I should be doing. I know every year what I'll do is I put my miracle potting soil at the base of each of the crepe myrtles because I like for them to get those kind of nutrients and that's all i've ever had to do but i can't figure out why my crepe myrtles in the front aren't blooming like the ones in the back well we we can go through our list <laughs> uh do they yeah, get we've this been talking about this for a couple yeah, of weeks do they get the same amount of sun as those in the back yeah, I guess you'd have to say that because the sun's rising in the east and setting in the west, so that you know they they get it in the morning in the back, right, and then in the by the afternoon the front gets it, right. Okay, so that's a little, it's different though. You get some oh. they don't they don't all they get uh, morning sun in the back and then they get afternoon sun in the in the front. Right. That the ones that aren't blooming uh-huh. get the that's afternoon right. sun. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we, the, we also need to look at new growth. Yeah, uh, are they are they 
of course, it's kind of hard to just evaluate, look at them, but uh, uh, crab, all crab myrtles bloom on new growth. So uh, uh-huh. if they're if they're not putting out a flush of spring of growth in the spring, uh, uh, they won't bloom as early. And, uh, okay. And uh, so uh, you make your now. You, are you fertilizing your lawn, or do you do you fertilize your lawn? Uh, my he- my husband does. You know, they do the fall fertilizer and then the spring fertilizer. Uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, you might want to put a little extra fertilizer on there. What what you putting when you're using that? Uh, you're not very giving them very much nutrients when you're putting that. Uh, uh, the potting potting mix, mix, potting potting mix around you. You mainly use that's the main amount of benefit that you're getting out of those is uh, as a mulch. Yeah, steal a little of his uh, slow release lawn fertilizer, his granular. Yeah, fertilizer. Yeah. Nineteen five nine slow release. Uh-huh. 19.59 yeah. slow release. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. And, and sprinkle that uh, all, all around the plant. Even if it's, it's, you know, general, just one cup or two cups. Stimulated. Yeah. And then how? And the foliage looks real good? Yeah, yeah, the foliage is good. That's why I'm like, I'm just waiting and waiting, you know? Well, you well, you got too much. You haven't got enough to do. You're standing out there looking I at your plants. Listen here. Listen here. Have, Every time you, I pull up to the house, I want to see those beautiful red rockets. I have to go to the back of the house to see the beautiful red rockets. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I wonder. I wonder. I guess. I guess it is uh, too much to change the driveway to the back. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, drive well, in the can, back, go back way. You know, listen, I can get off of the phone and uh, go ahead and ask my husband. Let's see what he thinks about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what he'll think about us. <laughs> but they, okay. they, they have to, if they're actively growing, uh, their bloom is just delayed. Yeah, and this this okay. year. Don't worry, don't worry about that. With You know, we've got two okay. months without rain, and yes. it's... Uh, and, the, and they're the ones in the front in the the hot western sun, uh, okay. so they that's true. They, they are they uh, have the potential to be slower, but you might okay. you also might want to just make sure how many are there. Okay, there two, are four two in the back, and two, two in the front. Okay, yeah, give them. I think I might go ahead and give the ones in front a little extra water, especially after you fertilize them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, water. All right. All yeah, right, guys, I'll do that. Thank so, you so much. Thanks Don't worry about it. You take care. Okay, All right, bye-bye. that'll free up a line at 308. Bye-bye, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Trace, what else is going on? I'm just watching all these people in the tomatoes, and it gets... <laughs> It's Getting fun. into the tomato deal. Yes, you got yeah, some- Calvin got a wonderful article. I, I hate it when Calvin writes good articles like this. And some beautiful and I pictures. I can't complain. He took yeah. some gorgeous shots. He did. Photoed by Calvin Finch. Uh, that, that's good. 
That doesn't necessarily mean he took them. That means he furnished them. Now the, or he took them from someone else. And the, the <laughs> audience, who, if the audience is familiar with Jerry and his tone of voice, it's obvious that those are not my photos. Those are his photos. But and, I sent them to you, and you furnished them to the paper. And I said, here's, here are the, I sent, just passed on your, uh, there you go. your uh, email and said, here's, here's some uh, photos that would fit the article if you want to use them. Well, I'm, I'm glad they got those, uh, you know, I tried, uh, I've, I've got those same, these same photos on plantanswers.com. Uh, on the gallery of of the, of the front page, so you'll if you want to see them in in living color, big in living color. But uh, the photos are all right, but the text is a really good part of this. The text is the, is really good, and uh, I like I was showing Trace. Uh, if you if you get a paper, uh, the the uh, pictures of are of Roma surprise are to the left. Uh, and they're kind of they're tomato colored, but they're kind of faded, uh, faded red. Uh, that that could be a little bit of the picture, but uh, it also could be a little bit of uh, sunburn because I took them out of the children's garden. Well, and I think that's a t- kind of a Roma character. Yeah, that's a Roma too. color. Yeah. But uh, what what impressed me, and I really didn't didn't recognize until I got home and looked at, started looking at the pictures of this uh, Ruby Crush. Yeah, Ruby Ruby Crush. Um, how red those things are. I mean, they're red and and uh, at the store for a long period of time. I ran a, a Chef Life uh, test on some of our uh, new ones that we're looking at for the Rodeo Tomato for next year. And um, None of none of these these uh, cherry tomatoes never never rotted. Uh, I had a whole sack full. And they're not. They uh, dry, it's not they, like they're golf golf balls either. No, uh-huh. they're not that hard. They dried up, but they never rotted. I'm anxious. Jerry and his team say that these are more productive. They're small plant, like BHN 968, even smaller, and they're more productive in terms of yield. And uh, the real key is the, the taste, whether you, they'll be yeah. as good as the yeah. BHN 968. But there's nothing wrong with having more than two, two or three good cherry tomatoes. And well, the, these two, though, the Roma Surprise and the Ruby Crush, Crush will be August 1st, about August 1st. Right, August. right, right. So I'm testing them? Oh, yeah. Because you said they were a container. They're yeah, well, one thing that Ruby Crush is going to win the hearts of people is that it's a true determinant. You know, uh, BHN 968, uh, you know, we say it's a, a, a determinant, but it's a semi-determinant. It may get the six, mine, mine almost the six feet. Yeah, now. yeah. But this this little Ruby Crush is going to going to be perfect for uh, uh, patio gardeners and uh, container gardener people that have small gardens and let's say a small herb garden. And it'll be, uh, you know, one of the the patio tomato that a lot of people use in containers. Right. It's you know small, uh, compact, and really looks attractive. 
But I'm willing to bet that the ruby crush fruit is much tastier. Oh, yeah. And the patio. Any, anything much tastier. Yeah, than, I didn't say that. <laughs> than that thing. But, uh, but anyway, you've got, you've got some good information in this in today's paper uh, on page, uh, uh, in my essay, Section C. And if you don't, t- I, I would say this, uh, if, if, you, if you're interested in growing tomatoes, uh, I would say that this would be a this would be the column worth buying a paper for. Uh, it's it's still in when you go into these uh, local uh, like Valero oh. next door, and you you you, uh, you you can't you can't get the Saturday paper in there. It says no Saturday paper. It says Sunday early Sunday. That's the way it's sold. But this article is in the early Sunday paper. It's in the, it's in the sports and weather right. and uh, car, comics and the gardening are all in that same section. Right. Uh-oh, got a question from the crowd? Here you go. I'm going to give you got the mic. Okay to be on the air? Okay, good. We'll talk in the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. Okay. Go, go ahead. You're ready. Hi, um, I have a question about shrubbery. Um, we have some neighbors that really would like to create a screen between us and the neighbors. Oh, like they're ugly naked. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> so we want to have some shrubs that will grow quickly and they'll grow tall. So I wonder if to give you some recommendations for that. And the area has like limited sun. There are mature trees already in the area, be along a fence line. Limited sun. How how tall do they need to be? I'd like them to be at least eight feet um, tall. That'd be the target height. Taller is fine, even better. I I think my the favorite is uh, standard uh, Burford Holly, and that's about how tall that'll get. Eight foot. It won't get much. T- it won't get taller than that though. But let's see. But it's evergreen. Yeah, it's evergreen. Evergreen would be great. And it's tough. I mean, it's uh, uh, and no it's, disease or insect it's thick problem. And very attractive. Okay. And what was that name of the plant again? Burf- Standard Burford Holly. Standard Burford. Holly. I'd also look at Japanese yew, and uh, viburnum, Sandinqua viburnum, and maybe a compact cherry laurel. Okay. Uh, um, what size are usually does a plant start in? They're all different. I, bigger is better. Minute, I can go show you. Some. Okay, yeah. great. I, I got Instagram. How many feet? Right. How many feet do you have to? Just how many feet of the whole screen? stretch is a hundred feet, but there's already um, some plants in between it. Some cherry laurel in between. Okay. That are now, already there. Another another one that compact or regular? Do you know, compact or regular? They're, yeah, they're really tall. What's, so what's really tall though? Twelve feet or thirty feet? They're more than 12 feet. Yeah, one of the, something that works pretty well that we use in my neighborhood a lot are uh, loquats. They'll get 30 feet tall. They're evergreen, um, and, but they'll and, you know they do well in sun or shade. Okay. That's another one. Look at. I don't. I think this. I think the the uh, standard Burford Holly is probably be, uh, better if eight feet is <clears throat> your ideal height. That'd be great because we have we only have a six foot fence. We want to build an eight foot fence, but San Antonio doesn't allow that because mm. you get a waiver. So 
I got a way to figure. They it must out. be really ugly neighbors. Oh, they, you, you can't uh. imagine. That's all I can say. Oh Disguise your voice. Yeah, we're gonna stop before you do. All right. We've, Thank you very much. we've got a lot of ugly people that listen to this show. <laughs> all right. See you very much. Appreciate Just it. Remember, that was nice of you, Calvin. Ugly the beholder. All right, listen, we need to take a break. Yes, sir. What? Oh, uh, real quick, can I uh, yeah, go ahead. go with him? Uh, we do have the uh, children's seminar towards the end of the month, and it is on bugs. Yeah, that's and, another uh, popular one. Uh, second week in August, we have the uh, blood drive. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the month, we have a vegetable seminar by David. Yeah, so, it's going to be uh, on tomatoes. and Vegetables by David. And actually the, it sounds think, like a fashion show or something. I th- yeah, fall vegetable gardening for kids, and then uh, same and then same time uh, for the adults, fall vegetable gardening part one. Part one. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to show this gentleman some stuff. All right. We've got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. In the meantime, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Hot summer days, hot summer deals at the Austin Highway Gun Show. Come this weekend to the Austin Highway Gun Show. Quality guns, knives, ammo, and military collectibles. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Free parking at the Austin Highway Gun Show. 1948 Austin Highway. Y'all come, you hear? This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for the God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray to together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the Birthday Club. Make sure to tell us your birthday so we can celebrate your special day with a free gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors and an oil change from Belden Automotive. Join the club today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive and Tires and Southwest Exteriors. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. 
We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line There's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford. Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise listen and add to their line. Don't go to the dealership until you talk to me. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars. Every Sunday afternoon at 2 here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt, and there is nothing worse than being a Steeler fan and owing the IRS money. My dear friends in San Antonio, you do not have to face this problem alone. Tony Ramos is the San Antonio tax debt relief attorney. If the IRS is getting ready to take money out of your paycheck, call Tony Ramos. If your bank account is frozen, call Tony Ramos. Don't wait for the IRS to call you. Call San Antonio Tax Debt Relief Attorney Tony Ramos. 210-558-2834. TonyRamosLaw.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, let me tell you about the folks over at Safe Showers for just a second. Uh, they've, I've known Bob over there for quite a while, and uh, they do a great job. It's an awkward topic, but if you are, uh, as you get older, you worry about that bathtub that you have and slip and falls. Or if you've got an older adult in your life, uh, a parent that uh, you may be worried about getting in the shower because the tub gets slick. So the uh, new thing is to get the safe showers, the walk-in tubs and showers. And Safe Showers has been doing this for seven years. And when you check them out uh, over there, you'll find review after review of folks that like them. They're well-priced, great products. Uh, you can visit their showroom. It's on Gatecrest off Perrin Bidle, just about four blocks outside of uh, 410. But I encourage you. They've got some terrific so you, senior If you need specials. a bath, you can stop by and try it or you, what? You can, yes. Ask Bob. Go in the showroom. Ask Bob if you can take a shower right there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you ought to be able to get out without hurting yourself. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They. Uh, it, it's it's fun to listen to the reviews. After knowing Bob over there, and Bob Williams is his name, uh, hearing the great reviews that they get over at Safe Showers. All right. So here's the number, 655-1111. That's the way they want to do business, uh, is talk to you in person and and, uh, and get uh, t- tell you what they can do for you. It's quick, uh, a couple days, so you're inconvenienced very little. Uh, 655-1111. Give Safe Showers a call, and, and then find out what they can do for you. They've got some senior specials going on right now, but 655-1111. Easy number to remember. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. One of Neil's Spare's uh, uh, people wrote in, or readers wrote in, said, uh, how can it be that farmer ra- a farmer raises uh, whole fields of tomatoes when as soon as the first lone tomato fruit starts, they even uh, start to even have the smallest amount of pink showing, the birds start to eat it, begin to eat it. And uh, Neil said, so I talked to a vegetable specialist about it. 
and uh, that uh, he talked about bird nettings and uh, talked about the products to keep your crops uh, separated from its biggest fan. You know, I got to thinking about it. In all my years in working with commercial tomato growers, birds have never been a problem. In fact, I can't ever remember seeing a bird-damaged fruit in a commercial field of tomatoes. Now, well, the main reason for that is there's no trees or shrubs yeah. or habitat, habitat around, peach, around them. A peach orchard is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, when you got peaches in your backyard, you got two trees, and, of course, there's all this cover. You've right. really planted things so that the birds are at home there. They, they, get on, they get every one of them. But out there in my commercial peach orchard, I never... Never had a never had bird problem. damage. Around the edge, you'd have a little, but not much. Yeah. But you're, I think it's right. It's a, this, uh, you know, when you've got 20, acres 25 acres. acres that are, yeah. are all the same, it just is not real attractive to mm-hmm. uh, birds that are interested in the fruit. Now, they used to, used to say, in Tennessee, they used to talk about the deer not bothering the the crops, field crops there, but the, the, before their deer population got heavy, and uh, the, the, now the deer eat or do damage a lot of the corn and uh, soybeans and things like that. Well, always amazed me is that the those wild uh, pigs never. Did. Oh yeah, because yeah. I would see, I'd be driving by my orchard and they'd be, I'd see them out there and I, not in the orchard but across in the forest, yeah. in the woods. And I think, why aren't they in the peach yeah. trees? I never could quite figure that out. Maybe maybe things have changed now, too. Yeah. I, th- I think when the population gets uh, high, and uh, that may be the same with the mocking, mocking birds and the birds and, and other things that can damage uh, uh, commercial production. Yeah, because right now the Texas persimmon are just barely turning ripe yeah and there i mean the tree is just moving with the birds woodpeckers the mockingbirds, <laughs> even the cardinals and doves are in there huh. and they don't eat the whole fruit there but they have to rip it apart and of course the woodpeckers and the mockingbirds are best at that they have a good question about uh which i i identify with uh, they have somebody wrote said that they had a Dwarf yopon hollies that have grown a bit too large. Mine have grown a bit too large well, after, after 30, 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> or more. And uh, wanted to know when to, when to cut them back. And uh, Neil recommends to wait till uh, late winter in January uh, uh, so that, so that uh, you can get them before they leaf out again. And you don't have to look at those dead branch, dead inner branches, uh, if you cut, if you cut them back now. Um, but uh, there's there's um, what was I going to say? Oh, you you figured that it was important. Okay, I'll give out the number again: 308-8867, 308-8867. and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Which point now? Uh, no, there's a what? black, black uh, oh. butterfly large over there, and I'm trying to. One of the, I think it's the giant swallowtail has a black version, and that may be it because look at the huh. size size of that. The black. Uh, 
I don't think it's a regular oh, I black see it now. tail. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of cool. It is pretty indifferent pattern. Yeah. yeah. All right, did you remember? Yeah. Do you well, still remember? We, we, yeah, we <laughs> no. We cover for them, we cover for them, you know. Uh, they, uh, we're in Dig In now on uh, uh, right up, right next to uh, Neil Spears' column. Calvin writes about, uh, talks about more varieties of cray myrtles should be blooming now. Uh, that lady called in and said hers was blooming in the backyard, not blooming in the front yard. The species blooms on new growth and requires full sun. If there isn't 18 inches of new growth, apply one cup of a slow-release lawn fertilizer per inch of trunk diameter. Uh, so uh, I, I, th- I think the, the reason crape myrtles are, are not blooming, I mean, especially if you got big ones, uh, is that uh, is it? It's lack of it's either lack of water, a moisture, or lack of fertility. And, because, and what 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 blows your mind? You do, you know they bloom on. Uh, you have to know they bloom on new growth because when you come to the nursery, let's see, are they still on sale? Uh, when you come to the nursery to buy them, at, and uh, they're small plants in gallon containers, gallon sized containers. They're full blown. Mm-hmm. And we had at least one listener who said, brought in some information that seemed legitimate information, that they they aren't that responsive to fertilizer. They're responsive in the long term, but not right. That's not true. immediately like tomato plants. Or That's something. true. That's true. So, uh, and uh, we got some information from. Uh, one of our, one of our listeners uh, talking about Carl Whitcomb, uh, how uh, he uses my copious amounts of Osmocote slow-release fertilizer, <laughs> and Carl Whitcomb is the breeder of the dynamite and the uh, the red crape myrtles that are on the market now, and uh, he he actually invented. He did a lot of work with, and have been doing work with it for 40 years, with Osmocote uh, slow-release fertilizer, and he actually invented uh, Micromax, which is a micronutrient element. Oh wow! Which now uh, in Osmo, they're they're incorporating it, they're incorporating minor elements into the uh, Osmocote, and that, that's why they sell it as Osmocote Plus. That's the way Osmocote is being sold out at the nursery. And why? So it has to has plus micro, yeah. micronutrients. Which are it. especially important in containers. A- absolutely. Because you're, you're looking at a pretty sterile environment in terms of nutrients. But that, fo- that follows, over, that follows to, when you put the plant in the ground, uh, you, you've still got to maintain the nutrient, nu- nutrient, uh, nutrient, uh, nutrition of the of the plant to keep it uh, actively growing and putting on new growth. Now, uh, Neil Sperry also said, of course, he's, he goes nuts over this pruning of crape myrtles, that uh, pruning, if you prune the crape myrtles in the spring severely, that that will delay a uh, bloom to, to, as well. So, uh, but anyway, but uh, Calvin mentions that to apply one cup of uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer, such as 1959 slow-release, that's what most, comp- most 
or uh, nurseries have around San Antonio. Apply one cup of a slow-release lawn fertilizer per inch of trunk diameter. Now, I asked the question, I said, you know, most of the time, uh, uh, crape myrtles are multi-trunked. And, uh, and you have they, to they, do, do your multiplication. Yeah, they say just measure the, make it a combination of all the trunks. And, yeah, you don't have to spend an hour calculating or measuring, just estimating. And Calvin says, loosen the soil if it is compacted and water generously at the base with a hose or a leaky, or a leaky hose. Cover the root, rooted area with a mulch if possible. Well, that's you've you've redone your crepe myrtle recommendations. That's I good. Have, I have because uh, I haven't. Because we we uh, we asked why why don't we ever talk about mulching crepe myrtle? Yeah, our reasons back then no longer seem to be uh, an issue. We you know we vaguely remember that it was because uh, we wanted them to harden off and uh, uh, respond to the cool weather in the fall, and now we're just not. Uh, haven't been faced with that kind of a situation. And Kevin also mentioned that the key to a green lawn is adequate moisture. Uh, also, the the key to a brown lawn is inadequate moisture. And you, you put can, that in there because I, I I can prove that. Well, and I don't I don't water my lawn anymore. If you got uh, Bermuda grass or uh, zoysia, even. Uh, It'll survive. It'll survive. It'll come back gangbusters. Uh, but uh, if you want it green, you know you gotta you gotta water. If you if you can put up with it not being green. Now even San Augustine grass in the shade does pretty well. You know you could there you could do it every two weeks. You could water if you had to every two weeks and it would maintain a yeah. sort of a green hue. Yeah. Right. Hey, we've got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just sixteen eighty-eight. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, relationships, trauma, OCD, and grief. 
Karen, death is a normal part of life, but sometimes people get stuck. And it's not just in death, but even a loss of a job, a relationship, or even their health. At Blue Rose Christian Counseling, support is a big part of the healing process. So how do we find your help and support, Karen Bagwell? Call me at 210-264-2565 or bluerosechristiancounseling.com. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And Mike, what kind of homes does Robert Custom Homes specialize in? Robert Custom Homes truly specializes in luxury, hill country, custom home living. You know, we build everywhere, Canyon Lake and north of that into Blanco, down to the south side of San Antonio and out to Seguin. You know, part of what makes the beauty of our custom homes is the fact that we have an ASID certified interior designer on staff to produce the finest interior design elements available today. Our first meeting is usually at our office to get to know each other, make sure we're going to work well together. And then generally it's a visit to your land. We want to see your land and the layout. And then usually some of our model homes or our properties or clients properties that are open to us to use as well so we can show customers exactly what we mean by integrity, quality, and distinction. For your custom home, go with a home builder that reflects integrity, quality, and distinction. Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how can we reach you? You can reach us on the web at Robert, that's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E dot net, Robert.net. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. This summer, Commentary Magazine published a forum on the question, is free speech under threat in the United States? Ironically, in a country where the Constitution and the courts carefully protect free speech, many people do not feel free to speak freely. Why? Because of a smothering blanket of political correctness that starts in our colleges and permeates our society. Speakers with points of view that differ from the liberal orthodoxy are not welcome on many campuses, and in some cases, they've been subject to threats and violence. Students are supposed to be protected from so-called trigger words and microaggressions in the classroom. So much for free speech and the open debate of competing ideas. The problem is that the First Amendment protects free speech from limitations by government, but the big challenges to free speech come from our culture and our campuses. It will take a strong fight to protect free speech, which is clearly under threat. I'm David Davenport. Learn more at townhallreview.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer Legendary broadcaster John Thurman of Heart of Texas Realty and Movers and Shakers came by to say hello. So I thought I would take the opportunity, besides asking him about how Calvin did today on Movers and Shakers, uh, he was the featured person, I thought I'd uh, take the two topics of real estate and uh, landscape and uh, mingle them together or intermingle them, if you will, and uh, talk a little bit about, as people prepare their homes, what a difference that is it is the term curb appeal john that curb uh, appeal is important but what i heard from the show this morning with calvin and then you know one of the things sort of interesting when you do radio is is that you uh you you don't necessarily remember everything that the person said and it's helpful to listen to the show again now that of course may be a function of age 
but what Calvin said this morning that was so interesting was is that he worked in the summers and that he picked onions, and by the end of the summer, he was smelling like onions. And I just wonder if he is. Are you still picking onions? No, but that, this is this is. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. If you get invited to this show, avoid it because they start. On your birthday, what, what, what was the ho- hospital were you born in? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> when did you first have an interest in horticulture? Yeah, yeah. And is that hospital still standing? I'm yeah. surprised uh. that. Uh, the last comment I heard Calvin make before I had to come over here and sit up on the porch is, is, I'm an old man. You're you're still you're, I'm still in high school, and we're halfway through the show. How long is this show going to be? Uh, I think he was genuinely worried he'd be there two or three hours. Well, in the meantime, I just want to put in a plug for my spend, friend uh, Warren Remy with Spider-Man Pest Control. He's been a little under the weather, but he has indi- indicated that while he's been out away from his business, his business has been increasing, and they, yeah. he believes that it's because some folks over on Saturday morning keep talking about all the all the bugs that he's exterminating. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that Warren Remy says he appreciates yeah. the fact that y'all. But I think we all appreciate good work. I yeah. think that's kind of what we're saying. And I continue to. I have since for years used the Spider-Man services. He does and good continue, work. Continue and that's, do uh, that's what's important. But at any rate, you also said about real estate. One of the things that I continue to harp on the show is is that people build a house. One, they think that they need to build. They build a house with, through a builder and they don't need a realtor and they find out when the warranty is coming due or that they they close on the house and it doesn't appraise that they paid too much or they're not ready from a warranty standpoint so you you need a realtor when you're buying a house but the other thing is is go over to bjorn and have the house looked at for electronics before they put up the sheetrock Man, that is so important because after the fact you know it's kind of hard you're not going to tear the sheetrock back off the house and yes, curb appeal, what the house looks like. Well, that, well, I was trying to tie it into this. Yeah, well, you're okay. trying to. Oh, since the Millburgers folks are paying for the yeah, show, we need to say our, our sponsor. Well, no, but it does make a big difference. Color when you're selling your house. Okay. Color, man. People like uh, you walk up to a house and it's got some nice color. They just they they love that. But uh, and sometimes it's not that difficult to make a big difference with just a few plants. The uh, right plants. Right. Well, what Jerry Jerry and I always emphasize too is. Um, develop a landscape or pick a house that has the kind of landscape that meets oh, your needs. That's a great idea. It looks well, the way you buy want a to house look, that meets and your and you're needs. willing to put all the effort in. You've heard the line that there's three things that are important in real estate, location, location, location. <laughs> I have not figured out what number four is. <laughs> but, I mean, you need to buy the house that meets your needs in the right location. So, anyway. That's well. interesting. So, would you ask a uh, potential buyer if they were a gardener? Oh, certainly. Okay, yeah. because oh, if they had lots gosh, of shade. Gosh. You guys you guys rattle off all the time. I'm going to tell you all a story here. It happened oh, just dear. right up. How much right, time do we have? Right oh, up I don't know. <laughs> right Is up this a story I've heard on Thursdays? I don't know. You might have, but I'm, I'm oh, oh, Jerry's looking at his watch here. But, <laughs> but at any rate, I generally knows what that means. Or if somebody stands up, you know, at the end of at, at the, the meeting, it means the meeting's over, Jerry. I got you, Jerry. No, no I was just looking at the Okay, no, break, no, no. This, this house out here in the near wilderness it's not far from us here 
But uh, anyway, I said, when you get in here, take yourself a weed eater and chop all these weeds down. And golly, the seller and the buyer both just about had apoplexy because it was herbs. Oh, oh my goodness. And nice. they both knew that, I mean, the guy that was selling only wanted to know the buyer loved his herbs, and the buyer wanted to tell the seller, and I was telling him, get a weed eater and chop them down. <laughs> and that, that, that just goes to illustrate how important a really knowledgeable realtor is <laughs> oh, Yes, okay. Well, I, I can tell you that I can see, I, I like the color, but if it's an herb or what have you, I might miss yeah. it. So Herbs may not be your strength. Well, I did, I did the same thing with Carol Abbott, uh, the, the Mr. Texas Blue Bonnet. First time I drove up to his house, uh, I was try, trying to impress him and be his friend and everything, and I said, I drove up to his house and it's full of native plants. Uh, I weeds, but uh, go ahead. yeah, I call them weeds too. And I said, I said, Carol, I, I can get you some Roundup, and I wasn't kidding. <laughs> I, I was going to helping him get rid of it. He said, "Fool, I've collected these over, over forty years, and uh, you want to come out here and round up my." My prized plants, but uh, one man's trash is another man's trash. I get you. Well, anyway, thank you. I'm on a uh, big uh, bag off here, but heartoftexasrealty.com. Thank you very much, John. Thank you. Sure, all right. All right, so if you've got herbs, don't call John. Or if you're if you need them picked and knocked down, you can call John. He can take care of that. But uh, if you need a realtor, uh, John can help you. And yeah, it does make a big difference. It's Calvin. You've mentioned it, uh, and uh, the oak trees. And the value they can uh, add to a uh, property. Just, I, I didn't want to ask John because uh, we found we've we run into oak trees. I think both Jerry and I have that. Our value, or you know, when they value the lot, one tree can be fifteen thousand or twenty thousand. Really? Oh, yeah. oh wow! That's, that's, a, that's just tree. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then then people are blow off uh, oak wilt and, or mm. taking care of those trees. That's man. You don't want to do that. Well, and that, <laughs> and that goes back to another reason why um, that make sure if you've got an arborist that comes by and he's trimming that tree, one, that they're sealing those wounds. That's right. If they're, if they're not uh, painting the wounds, they should not be an arborist in our area. And mo- the good news is that uh, most of them are very conscientious. Yeah, he's got. If they're licensed, for sure they're. And there are lots of lots of knowledgeable folks out there. Always look for. I always recommend. First thing you do is look for one that is operated in your neighborhood successfully. Yeah, that's a good idea. And and uh, satisfied the neighbors. The next, uh, you know, come to us and we'll recommend one if you don't yeah. if you can't find one out there. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I told you all Jesus came by and wanted to prune my tree. I heard that a few years ago, yes. Well, would you that say one? he's highly recommended in Michigan, <laughs> I, 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 I've read things about him that people <laughs> people seem to like him. So <laughs> it's good. Did you, did you hire him? No. Oh, dear. I kept his card, though. Okay, oh. well. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll bet the sap beetles would not have attacked this tree. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's the one that's scary is when you have folks that come to the door and there's a good offer and, like, okay. And they'll bargain with you, Matthew. Oh, I know they will. They'll bargain with you. Yeah. 
I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. I just cut these uh, right here. For uh, you, my friend. Yeah. I should have told John. Somebody, uh, a realtor called me the other day. Uh-oh. You want to buy your house? Yeah, I want to. It said. Uh, You're getting old and you want to yeah, sell your house. Yeah. <laughs> Before sell you your, go off to the. I said, you want to sell your house? It was, a, you know, one of those yeah. calls that you yeah. get. I said, you want to sell your house? I said, where would I live? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't guess they'd ever got that question because I mean that stopped them cold. Did it? Oh, that's funny. I said, "Where would I live if I sold my house?" He didn't say he could sell you one. I no, could, I could sell uh, you another one. No, he, he, a better he, one. He I've blew, seen your house. He blew his mind so bad. He, that's he funny. Did they just hang up, or what did they do? Did he ever answer? <laughs> no, he just kind of stuttered, and then I hung up. Okay, that was smart of you. But I mean, I, it was a legitimate question. It was a great you question. Know, where, where that's funny. Is? I'm sure that was not. It's the normal first reaction. I was thinking this morning, I walked up out and looked at my dry grass. I said, I think if I ever sell this house, I'm going to have to do it in the, in the winter or early spring. So when you've got that sustainable got, winter turf grass. Yeah, when i got green grass. Because if I, if, you know, I let my grass go brown, yeah, that's not a good thing for increasing the house sales. I'm yeah. trying to figure. This would be a, a great question to ask our audience and see what we get. Um, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do with a little green area between the sidewalk and the oh, and that's the street because the rest of the lawn looks really good. It's green. It's uh, it's under a big tree, so it gets that shade. So it's a little protected. That seems to make a big difference. Because, oh yeah. But that one area, nothing will grow there, and. Some of the neighbors have used rock. They've just given up. They'll use rock, and then they'll plant uh, maybe a small tree, um, like they could do a little miniature crepe myrtle or something else. And in in the you want to grow something out there that you can grow, Milton? Maybe. Yeah. Why is this going to be an insult? No. Okay. What blooms? Yeah. Purple foliage. Purple foliage. Purple foliage. Okay. Beautiful purple foliage. Purple, uh, it's a plant called Purple Heart. Oh, we have some of that. Yeah, wander, a lot of people call it Wandering Jew. Yeah. But that, that, that'll grow in that area that you're talking about. And, mm. and all you have to do is shred it back periodically with a weed eater. This, this is an interesting plant because I don't remember which year it was. Uh, after a series of those uh, droughty yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> We were just trying to get gardeners excited again and conscientious, <laughs> and and so Jer- Jerry was introducing, you know, so the, the these are the toughest plants, and so I and then he put out the call. I need pieces of uh, purple heart so that we can get them all started in the nurseries and the master gardeners can get involved. And so we piled them up at the extension office in a big pile in the back, <laughs> right on the edge of the parking lot, you know, just kind of over the edge in this rocky, compacted area. And then it, it worked really well. A whole bunch of people uh, tried it and got yeah, it. 20 seconds. Day. And then afterwards, where do you think their Purple Heart also grew? Uh, <laughs> All around the parking lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dropped it. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on a nice South Texas day. We're sitting here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road talking gardening with you at 308-8867. Hey, if you were at the uh, back end of that hour, uh, and Calvin came up with some other good ideas, and Jerry, uh, we're talking about that little strip between your sidewalk and your uh, and your street and what to grow on that, and uh, uh, Calvin brought up New Gold Lantana as an option, and I, I have seen some of those in the neighborhood, and Dwarf Ruelia as an option, too, and I've seen some of those. And a little different is Iris. Oh, yeah, and the Iris, too. Yeah, because uh, if you've got enough space that it's not out of proportion because it's upright and they're sturdy healthy uh, looking and they can put up with real droughty bad soils and then you get the advantage of the blooms in the spring is that a a common problem that people talk about oh Oh, yeah yeah. because there's not much soil there is there no and it it wicks the 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 sidewalk sidewalk. wow uh, curb wicks the water out so it's basically a uh, a brick. Wow. It's basically a brick. So this is an adobe thing that you're planting yeah. into. Yeah. All right. Well, and I'm just curious. You know, sometimes we ask for topics uh, or people to call in, and you, rarely they, they do. So I'm going to try <laughs> one more time. No, I'm, uh, and that's, yeah, if you've done something successful um, other than what we've mentioned, call us. Boulevards are, you're, you're talking about an area between driveway and sidewalk. Yeah. Boulevards are, all, are t- just as tough. They, Fact, right. Nowadays they do it less and less of the, where they're trying to keep the lawn out there. Yeah, and they put the sidewalk right up against yeah. the curb, and then they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're exact. That I've seen that too, uh, and I wondered if that was sole the sole purpose of that was so to say, okay, you don't have to you're don't have to worry about this. Just it's, sidewalk is right here. There is no little thing. But anyway, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And if you've done something successful that you want to share uh, with people, you can call us at 308-8867. See, one advantage of my recommendation is you don't have to prepare the soil. Yeah. That you was, don't have to dig a hole. That came pretty – oh, no, I didn't t- explain that because I was saying that – So you have to – When have to you go to Lantana or Relia or Iris – You've got to do a little soil. You don't have to do much preparation, but for Iris, but yeah, Jerry's talking about is kind of backing up to the planting, or you throwing it up in the air and letting it land, and even doing a little dance on top yeah. of it. And I think it was the first time, uh, probably not the, but the the term "stomp it in." Uh. Uh, it's right. It's right up there after copious. In the, in the Plants you can stomp on include. Uh, Wandering Jew or Purple Heart and Firebush after it's uh, it's frozen back is what I remember from this show. <laughs> but anyway, 308-8867 if you want to be a part of it. And I don't know, Trace didn't mention it, so we'll have to ask him, but um, I think we have the uh, Lynn's Legacy Sinisa. Right. I, yeah, I don't know why he didn't know. Yeah, that, that's, that, a, that, that, that's a maybe, great find. Maybe he's hey, saving it for... And y'all mentioned that the uh, Mexican Petunia, Dwarf Mexican, or Ruelia. And that's on sale uh, oh. today. How uh, much is it, the little one? Oh, yeah. uh, one gallon regularly is seven dollars on sale for four dollars. Three ninety nine. Three eighty eight. Three eighty eight. Calvin uh, Jerry rounds up. Yeah. Yeah. So regularly, that 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 I can interpret that. That means it's regularly six ninety nine, <laughs> and it's on sale for for three eighty eight. Right. Yeah. How do, right. you know, how do you know it's not three ninety nine? 
I just know. No. <laughs> hey, Larry's on the line at 308-8867, so we'll talk Sinise in just a second. Hi, Larry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Happy Saturday, guys. Happy Saturday, hey, uh, Larry. Over July 4th, I pulled up my uh, cucumbers and uh, a couple of squash plants, and they the roots were loaded with uh, uh, knots. Oh. I was wondering, yeah. I was wondering if, uh, if what, Milton, what is your email address where I could email you some pictures? Well, you want to. Well, we know what they are. You don't need oh, any okay. pictures. All right. Don't need no pictures. What is it? It's nematodes. All right. Little soil worms that get in. The, now, are you in a garden? I mean, a, a regular bed. prepared garden? Are you, are you in a raised bed? Okay. Were they were they close together or were they? They were they were they were close together within two feet of each other. The tomatoes were on the other end of the bed. Uh, when I pulled those up, they were fine. Uh, okay, what do I need good. to do? What do I need to do between now and planting time for fall to uh, eradicate that? Well, it's planting time for fall now. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, uh, really, yeah. Well, uh, there's nothing nothing that you can do to eradicate. Uh, Nematode, you can kind of uh, decrease their population by uh, cereal rye or albin rye in the uh, in the in the fall. And it started about uh, uh, September, October, not about October, November. And temporarily, if you've got that flexibility, and you use the nematode-resistant tomato varieties, Tomatoes, yeah, you can plant the. Uh, the nematode-resistant tomatoes, Valley Cat and uh, uh, Tycoon is ty- Tycoon and then the Celebrity. Celebrity. Uh, you can plant those in there. Um, we used to, Jerry, uh, some, uh, next summer, another option is to plant that uh, marigolds is really close together, little French marigolds. Right. And that'll just slow, relu- uh, reduce the population a little bit. But it's a it's a really tough issue to overcome completely. It is. Uh, corn you can grow. Corn you can grow. No, grassy don't, don't plants. Have, don't, yeah, I don't have room for corn. Okay, so uh, I've had cucumbers and squash in the same spot for two years. Is that part? Is that what brought it on? Well, uh, that aggravates it. In other words, that aggravates it. Uh, probably at this time of the year, what I would do for that area is to uh, is to is to dry it out. See if you can dry it out. But it's, that's going to be hard to do uh, since you it's time to it's you're getting time to plant tomatoes. Now, well, I have I'll another, ask you. Okay, we haven't asked. Can... Did you? We haven't asked, did your cucumbers and uh, squash have produced? Did they produce this year? Yes, I had a very good crop. Well, the boars got in the squash, you know, so that was a typical yeah. Uh, yeah. typical, typical uh, squash crop. But uh, the cucumbers were fine. I just, uh, they were, it was, we just hadn't had any, any rain, you know, and I was getting tired of uh, augmenting the watering. And they right, were playing right. out. They were... They were uh, two months old. I mean, we got tons of cucumbers off of them. Squash was was a uh, squash. Just I just squash is just a, is always a disappointment. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I have another bed that I can plant uh, 
the tomatoes in the fall tomatoes, and that's probably okay. what I'll do there. And that and and that bed it is drying out right now. I have I put some hay over the top of it, uh, but so maybe just pull. leave. Just, just wait till like maybe plant broccoli there or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but pull pull the hay off. Yeah. Take the hay off. Take the hay off. Yeah, okay. you want this hundred degree hundred degree sun on there to read on the dried out soil. So, so pull pull the pull the hay back and just let it just let it uh, bake. Cook. And, uh, yeah, just let it cook. Okay. Mighty good guys. All right. Appreciate. Thanks, Larry. The show. Good luck. Take care. You okay, take good care. Luck to you. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Barbara is on the line. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. When I heard that people sometimes call, because I always listen to you, but I always think I don't want to stay on hold forever. Um, there are some things that that I've been a realtor for forty years, and I get very aggravated with the bit, some of the builders when they have to put I don't know exactly how many now, but it used to be. Five bushes and two trees or something like that, you know. And they, right. they just, they had people they hired and they put the bushes too close to the foundation and too close together. And then the front wind is covered because they grow up too tall and all right. of that. Right. And so what I tell them to do is I say put the plants about at least two feet from the foundation and at least two or three feet apart. And I, my favorite is, um, Oh gosh, I have these data dumps. Dwarf, um, dwarf yopa. No, it, it's so, it, a privet, privet, privet. Who? Privet, a bush. P r i v e t, huh? Okay. The scale, I like, like the it one as well as you I do. like the one that's two colors. And what I do is I don't like them trimmed like a hedge. I like to let them grow naturally. And then I went to a a pruning school and they told me that if there's one that's too tall a, a stem to go down into the tr- into the bush to trim it not to just give it a flat top and um and so mine looked really good what i did and i don't know what to do that's what i'm calling about is that i decided i was going to put an iliagnus a silverberry bushes between me and my neighbor and in my side yard, and um, then I ruptured my rotator cuff, and I never looked at those windows forever. And those that bush has got—I mean, it just got completely out of hand. And nothing's growing back there on the side. It's on the east side, and during one of the events at the botanical center, I bought a—it's either a chicka pink or—it's one of those resistant. Oh. Oaks, yeah. It's either a chicka pink or a. I've got one on one side of the house and one on the other. I can't remember. What's the other? Schumart. Schumart. Okay. And boy, they sure do grow good. <laughs> they they really oh, yeah. grow well. Um, and but nothing grows in there, and so it's just. I've got it cross fenced right now to keep my dogs out of the mud, but you know it's on the east side of my house. But the Iliagnus is growing, right? It's taken over? Oh, yeah, but it's so out of hand. And um, my right arm doesn't work real well because of degenerative disc disorder. So, But I, can, I have some wonderful, wonderful clippers. A good friend gave them to me for my 70th birthday, and it was the prize gift of all the gifts <laughs> was those clippers from um, 
from Sears that you can take back if they don't work. You know, there's a lifetime guarantee on them. Craftsman. Yes, yes, yes. And and I just I won't let anybody use them, but I get to use them. Uh, and I have another pair that they can struggle with if they like. But anyway, right now, I don't know whether to cut that Iliagnus down in the, in the winter and then try to start from scratch to make it grow like it's been, like it's got a, a rhyme or reason to it. It just grew in every direction. Those things get out of hand really quickly. Well, I mean, not real quickly, but it's over six feet tall. Yeah, they—they they, that is a notorious plant for peop, uh, builders that put on uh, in front of the windows. Yeah, because they they're they're, be in they're, they're invincible, but they grow up and cover the windows, and they're well, not. I dis- planted it about three feet from the from the fence, and about three feet apart. And I paid $15 per plant because I have good soil. It's got a lot of rocks in it. I live between Blanco and San Pedro in that neighborhood south of Sears. And um, and so I've got a lot of little rocks in it, so it's hard for me to dig a hole. I can dig a, a one gallon, but a five gallons is just about impossible. And um, what can I put over there that would survive uh, with no light, it doesn't get any any light. Nandina, do you like Nandina? Oh, I love. I, I like the old fashioned Nandina. And that pruning school I went to said not to prune them for three years. Well, of course they were over three years old when I bought this house because it was built in '61. And it says then go down by one-thirds and trim it. And don't trim it before the blossoms come or you won't have the red yeah, they're, berry. They're, a lot, they're much more disciplined. They, won't take, yeah. they don't take over an area. And I now, wanted to tell you this, that because the house was built in 61 and I have a sidewalk, then I have that grass that my grass is dead because I turned off the sprinkler system in that area long ago. It's still dead but I haven't been able to dig um, out there, it's all the way down. It's not any kind of a, of a, like a window box or anything like that because they just left, you know, in other words, it, there's a sprinkler system in there. It, it goes down. It, I, it's, I've never had a problem going way down, so I'm assuming that it goes down. Uh-huh. Now you're on your... On your you, in that, in that area agnum. that's between the sidewalk and the and the curb, yeah, by my uh, driveway, and, and it runs to my neighbor's driveway. Yeah, I don't. It, that's thinking. what you're talking. Can I put Wandering Jew in there? Is, you could. Absolutely, could anywhere. Uh, and um, your Iliagnus. Now, if you if you can get somebody to cut it back for you, and they can apply. Stump and vine killer. Do I need to? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to kill it. Oh, you want? You don't? It's not no. gonna. It's not a. It's not a real manageable uh, plant. I mean, you cut. You cut it back, and, you, and then you better just stand back because it's going to come out of their gangbusters again. But uh, that gum, it didn't tell. I had no. I did some research. I had no idea that it was going to be. Um, 
those books lie. <laughs> you know? Well, in the right place, it's a nice, it's a nice shrub. I mean, it needs it needs a lot of room, and it does better if it's just, it's got plenty of space, uh, um, and you don't you don't worry about it filling up an area. It doesn't. It, it, it's exactly what I need in there, but I, I don't need it untidy and going wild. But it doesn't block my path from the gate to the other gate because mm-hmm. I had it cross fence because I had an old cat, and I didn't want him, you know, going out in the front. So I I cross fenced it. So it's just a, about maybe fifteen feet long and maybe twelve or fifteen feet wide, and nothing's growing there. And I did plant some of that vine that. I can't remember the name of it now, but it, it does grow on the fence in the front, but it needs more light. It, it, okay. it was supposed to be very invasive and ground coverish and all that kind of stuff, and so I did that and it didn't work. You might. Um, do you ever? Do you have a nursery that you deal with? Uh, you might want to get a. Well, I go to Shades of Green, and then I go. Um, there's a nursery that. Uh, I used to live in Green, and there's a nursery off of 1853 uh, um, between um, San Antonio and um, and 281. You might you might want to and 26, yeah. and I can and, and they're very inexpensive, and you can get various sizes. Now, what you need, though, it sounds like you need some somebody to make an assessment and and buys. Where to put what, and and then no before kidding. you start action, yeah. So you uh, might you might just want to find a or just come by here, Mill Burgers, yeah. and uh, talk to them too. And they do this all the time. So Trace could tell you in a heartbeat some good suggestions. Hey Barbara, we got to take it. We got to run okay, to a break right. here real quick. Oh, listen, can I tell you one more thing? Just one more thing. This is important. Okay. Quick, quick. Uh, our neighborhood was full of webworms, and I have one pecan tree in the backyard. It has very good pecans. And I don't know how I found out about this, but it's called cunifin, and it's the insectary, and it it, it, it takes care of uh, parasites, um, uh, trichinoma, lace wings, and we provide the baits and the traps and the residual for all kinds of programs. And we have absolutely no webworms in our neighborhood. I had three neighbors share the price with me. And now the new neighbors that are moving in, they think that they're wasps and they're going to attack them. And so they kill them. Oh. Hmm. The trichogamma wasp, I guess? Well, I don't know what this is. It's, oh. it's, it's called cuniflin. But let me okay. tell you, I have very few mosquitoes also. Oh, wow. Okay. And I well, thanks, go Barbara. To shave the green a number of That's years ago and, and get. Uh... Whoops. Okay. Barbara, we, we had to run, so we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Storks. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's. English Language School. University Health System. And Cricket Wireless. Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at Genie GenieBathSystems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount. Call for a free quote and when you purchase a new Genie Bath Systems walk-in shower, you'll receive a second bathroom 50% off. If your bathtub isn't becoming to you, you should be coming to Genie Bath Systems. Call them at 210-739-1372 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of Broadway on Freedom Drive, GenieBathSystems.com So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844 844- 41 Bible. Hugh Hewitt may not know everything, but he definitely knows one thing. Don't go to meetings with Russia. Now, there are a lot of things Donald Trump Jr. and Paul Manafort and Jared Kushner know that I don't know. Donald Trump Jr. probably knows ROIs on land in Cabo. I, however, know you don't go to meetings with Russians. Everybody in D.C. is a spy, and they still are, right? The Soviet Union's gone, but they're all spies. So you don't go to meetings with them. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 a.m. The answer. 
welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. Hey, how come you didn't talk about Trace about the uh, Sinisa and the uh, the Lynn's Legacy? I was saving it for this hour. Okay, then. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. It's this hour. Yeah, we're here now. So, Lynn's Legacy. We thought, we thought we'd lost it for, uh, for forever, but we found a source. And uh, so, Lynn's Legacy is a Texas sage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the same grayish color foliage, but it has a... Would you say more blue? Oh, oh yeah, gosh. Yeah, blue. Okay. deeper yeah, blue. Blue-ish I think when we saw it at Mitchell Lake, yeah, we had a double take. Had a, it looks like Sinisa, but yeah. gosh, it's got just covered with blooms. And, and the amazing thing at Mitchell Lake was people would walk by, and again, there are some plants that do this, it would stop traffic, and people would just be yeah. staring at it. And what is this? Yeah. And the, you know, and the butterflies you, and hummingbirds. And then you here. tell them what it is, and they didn't believe it. When they're small, they're not. They don't do the plant justice. It's got to be in the ground, uh, full grown. It is probably the most, one of the most spectacular. Full sun, you want it, yeah. And uh, and it was named after Lynn Lowry. There you go. From who's a friend of Benny Simpson's? Oh my goodness! Who was, uh, brought so, the fir- your first plant. So I guess the theory of. is we got to pass before we can get a plant named after us. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. All right. So uh, it's beautiful Texas sage. We have it on sale. Mr. Mm-hmm. Moy didn't pass. He had plants named after him before he passed. He's more popular yeah. now than he ever yeah. was. He never could understand that either. <laughs> he never could understand why people liked the more grande hibiscus. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he, wow. Uh, see, he was, he was Chinese, and he... Every every th- plant that Mr. Moore developed had to do with food production oh, okay. or fiber, food or fiber. And so uh, he 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 the the hibiscus that he liked was a huge growing hibiscus that uh, had that produced a lot of fiber. The blooms were small. And he kept taking me over there, showing me that. <laughs> he said, "Do you like? What do you think of this one?" I said, "I think it's a nightmare. I mean, it's growing, stopping traffic, growing over the over the road, so people can't drive through here anymore." But he was he was oriented that toward. Uh, but that's why he liked Satsuma so much, because it's a food crop. Yeah. Okay, but, sorry, we we, we, but he, he didn't like we took a sidebar that's, there. That's okay. There you go. Okay. And you have Moy Grande. We, we, no. No. Oh, not anymore? No. <laughs> no. I had one customer buy them all. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's and, wow. And it's probably going to be a little while before we can get some more. We do have some Mallow hibiscuses, just not okay. that one. Well, there's the lesson of the story. When you hear us talking about them, you may want to yeah. call or get here pretty quickly. Wow. Do you remember the ones, the hibiscus that you have? Do you have a uh, flare? Uh, I'll go look, but no, I don't think it's a flare. Red River? Uh, there's no. A, there's a red, uh, Baltimore is what's sticking in my yeah, mind. Yeah, Baltimore. I'll, I'll go look at the next break. Okay. So, but we do have, uh, so this, on this Sinisa, this Lynn's Legacy, this may be oh, one yeah, you, you well, want to. This is definitely one. Get it now, because. Yeah. You know, right now we can still get them, but uh, that may change in the in the future. I'm supposed to bring. It some already home. changed once. How much are they normally? I believe they're twenty four ninety nine price. And what what are they on sale for? Uh, Jerry, what's Sixteen eighty eight. Uh, it's a good deal. So yeah, 
get a part of history. Yeah, no, 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 and, and a beautiful plant. Uh, if you on, on this one again, because our experience goes back to Mitchell Lake of first seeing it. Uh, if you want to go online and look at it, I would advise if you're at least bit interested, and then call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero. How many you got left? You know. Well, we started with a hundred. So, oh, okay. Uh, we should be in the in the seventies or eighties by now. Before that one guy comes and buys them all. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you want now, a different color, it's a nice. Now you know how other nurseries feel. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's okay. The first time I saw it at the botanical garden, I thought I was riding with Paul Cox on a, on a car, electric cart. And uh, I looked up on the hill. It was, it was up there up, uh, on the, near the observatory. And uh, I thought it was an azalea. Hmm. Uh, that that's how spectacular it was. Now, which one are we, the the Lynn's legacy? Yeah, Lynn's legacy, yeah. Blue, a uh, blue azalea. And although it it oh, um, blue, it goes against my uh, my right. standing up for the Seniza. Uh, um, you, I think you said back with Mitchell Lake, it it, it, it's, it blooms more often. Yeah, I, I think it cycles in. Yeah. Well, and it's it's thicker. It's got a, it's it's more. I mean, the bloom the bloom seemed to be throughout the plant. One of the things about Seniza yeah. is that it's uh, it's really you know sensitive. The most the sunniest part of the plant is where the yeah. is heaviest on the bloom. Whereas that uh, that Lynn's Legacy. Of course, I think it's a different species. Different species? Hybridized? No, it's not no, hybridized. Uh, I think Lynn, Lynn Lowry found it in uh, Monterey, Mexico. Oh, wow. And brought it back. Hmm. The story is he saw it on the side of, a, side of the road and rolled down his window and drove up to the to the plant and took cuttings and brought it back to the <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, what, yeah, what is this? We, you need to write a book about... Uh, Adventures in horticulture, which all all of them are. We were driving down the street. Well, what there are some books. The key is they're like taking plant, more uh, vacations. Plant pirates or uh, plant? Oh, is there are there books on plant pirates? Oh, we'll have to have to I look for that. I don't think a book on Lynn Lowry now. Because you talk about Paul would like hop out of the car, <laughs> you'd be at a stoplight, and Paul would run over and see something. Greg Grant, the same thing. Oh yeah. Jerry would just randomly uh, distract homeowners. Yeah, never. Uh, <laughs> not not show up when then when the phone calls came in. Yeah, <laughs> there was somebody out here stealing p- parts off of my plant. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, we always try to ask information. Uh-huh. I'm sure. I'm sure about that. And then if right. people are stubborn, then we steal. I'm. <laughs> we don't, is there what is the radio station yeah, the, the views expressed by this uh, yeah. by the, the, and it does not con- condone any of this no, kind we of behavior do not condone this although it is fun and funny see most people with with spectacular plants like that think everybody's got them you know they think everybody's got them well, well the they one, don't the one the one thing though that happens when people find out that you're a extension service horticulturist oh yes yeah if they any, have any kind of experience with plants, then that that makes everything okay. Oh yeah, because they yeah they appreciate the extension yeah, most, service. Most gardeners will be glad to share. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and you know then they 
get in the, these conversations and have you seen this before here's another thing that yeah I yeah right yeah i never i greg and i have never stopped by to get a you know seen a plant want some cuttings of it and gone to the and and most of the time the greeting is not cordial uh, but you, when you tell them that that you love the color, the look of their plant, and you would like to have a, a few cuttings of it, uh, then their whole demeanor changes. <laughs> like, like Calvin said, they start showing you everything they got. That's funny. All right, we got off track here. So we do have Lynn's Legacy. We do have Lynn's Legacy. And it's on sale. It is. Regularly twenty four ninety nine. now sixteen eighty eight. Um, I just brought it up so much. Let's let's remind everybody too that uh, Milberger's Butterfly Garden, which we introduced a few months ago, has really grown up. It's, now, can you imagine that frog fruit's just? Is it really crazy, ridiculous? Yeah, I got to go it's, look at that. It's uh, it's like the bamboo of little stuff. I mean, uh, oh, that's cool. It's cool looking, but and it was tough. That was that was why. Uh, we uh it, we got calls on it one time and everybody would talk about it. it was like grew in a driveway and i i drove over it every day and it still came back and uh yeah i remember people talking about it's that. uh it's in a well no i was going to say it's in the same league as uh jerry's favorite uh turf plant uh oh, oh you horse mean herb horse, horse herb. herb it's not quite that tough it's aggressive but, yeah uh, yeah i can see that <laughs> i think it's it's more attractive, I think, than horse herb. The, the blooms in the plant. Yeah, but the, the bloom on horse herb is at least a little more showy. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a really a sad day in horticulture here. We're debating what is prettier, <laughs> frog fruit or horse herb. Uh, <laughs> and and, and <laughs> we'll meanwhile, we got bougainvillea out here. Yeah. we got black-eyed Susans here. You know? Yeah. So, okay, so if you're interested in the Sinisa and you want to come in and just make sure that it's here... Then uh, call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six. It's not in bloom now, here is it? There was a few blooming this morning. Ooh, I bet oh, you really? The ones that probably sold. First. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that's kind of as as Trace mentioned. That's one of the issues. Is that when it's young, it does not bloom. Yeah. Where are they located? Where, they are where uh, behind the greenhouse. Okay. Oh yeah. That's where we used that to park, area, and then you used to see them when you came area you don't go anymore. I know. I miss that area. That was nice. Um, <laughs> Somebody else parks back there now. What? No, we moved them all. Yeah, <laughs> nobody gets to park back there. It was sweet because no one knew about it. And then they, they bumped us. <laughs> it's, yes, okay. It it's okay. Uh, I, I would imagine yes. that this is the only place you'll be able to find Lynn's Legacy. I would imagine it's the only place in Texas uh, Yeah, for sure. I, I want to take this time to... Uh, congratulate or, or show our appreciation for uh, Trace and Millburgers for bringing these very rare adapted plants, but uh, a lot of times we have a hard time uh, conver- convincing the uh, the big retail nursery, big wholesale nurseries uh, into, into growing them. So Trace had to go all the way to Arizona or New Mexico. I'd like to say I went myself, but Charles is the actual uh, presenter of these plants. Oh, is that right? He, he went and got them, and uh, not personally, but yeah. ordered them and uh, had them come in. He found them, found them on a listing. Yes, he did. 
Okay. Well, I don't know if Charles listens to the show, so we can just talk about it. We'll just give, give Trace credit. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and he was kind of crabby this morning, he so maybe this will help. No, he, yeah. was in a good he was in a good mood today. Was he? <laughs> oh, your, your, your expectations are... Anyway, thank you, Charles. But anyway, sometimes yeah, that, listens. that means a lot. It, it's good for the market, and it's, it, it's uh, good for... Good. It's good for gardeners. Good for gardeners. Always. Yeah, because it's, heavy, a, it's a rare and unusual. Excellent addition uh, to landscapes. You're really well adapted and an attractive plant. So, so yeah. that brings about plant of the weekend. Okay, weekend, plant of the weekend. weekend. So, uh, hummingbird bush, um, flamacanthus. It's normally a bright orange flower, and we got some that were. I call it peachy orange, um, and so I always look for the odd things to bring up here, and, and I want both of these two young men to uh, agree that it's a great plant. So yeah. this this time I came up, and Calvin gave me a thumbs up, and Jer- <laughs> Jerry took credit for the plant, so I knew I, I got a winner. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. So tell us about it again. Yeah. So... Uh, it's a great hummingbird butterfly plant. It's a perennial. Uh, the ones that I've seen that have looked the nicest are, are generally kept around four feet. Uh, I imagine it could get quite bigger. And, um, again, it's, a, it's an unusual color, and it's called Benny's Gold. Uh, so try one. And it's uh, especially nice in a, a big container because it kind of we- goes up and weeps. So those, those of you who have seen Flamacanthus, and then I think I remember that it's Janus patch butterflies that that nest on this, and there's a, uh, that's a very attractive butterfly, and it is around. We've seen them, uh, so if you got this in your landscape, it'll, uh, there's a good chance you'll get a relatively rare uh, breeder because they're specific for plants like this. And I think it's deer resistant. Yeah, we'll have to check. Huh? I think it's deer resistant. I'll check on the butterflies. You check on the deer resistance. Okay. All right. So if you want one of these, then call 497-3760 or come visit us at uh, Mill Burgers right now. And there were, uh, I think, about 35. Does that sound right? I can't remember how many. T- He's going to poke oh. his head. He's going to give us a... a uh, and all plants in yeah. existence came from uh, Robin at the at the uh, Rosenborg. Oh, okay. About a year or two ago. Robbie. 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 Robbie will. Yeah. All right. Robbie. So we, we got some here, but you heard the story. Sometimes they go fast. So six ninety nine, uh, right, Trace? Six ninety nine. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. 
How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right, so you and there is nothing worse than being a Steeler fan and owing the IRS money. My dear friends in San Antonio, you do not have to face this problem alone. Tony Ramos is the San Antonio tax debt relief attorney. If the IRS is getting ready to take money out of your paycheck, call Tony Ramos. If your bank account is frozen, call Tony Ramos. Don't wait for the IRS to call you. Call San Antonio Tax Debt Relief Attorney Tony Ramos. 210-558-2834. TonyRamosLaw.com. Make the call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Your tub is nice, but slick as ice. It's time to call Safe Showers. We chose Safe Showers because they explained in detail everything their installer and master plumber would do and did all they said they would do in only two days. We took our first safe shower on the third day and loved it. My goodness, it's so easy to keep clean, and the 4-inch curb on the skid-resistant floor makes it so easy and safe to access. Look at Safe Showers. They're local, with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Replacing bathtubs and shower walls with a beautiful system is what they do, and they do it well. Call 655-1111 for a free estimate or a showroom appointment. For senior specials, call 655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Safe Showers, 655-1111. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Uh, Thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 308-8867, 308-8867. And toll 
toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. So that allows uh, Johnson City Joe to call us if he wants to call us toll-free. <laughs> Why are you telling him? What? What was his last issue? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. Oh. Do you remember his last uh, issue now? No. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> We're old, Joe. Joe don't, don't worry about it. The, the, the funniest uh, time was when we went and visited... Uh, I don't remember. If, I guess we were in Blanco, and uh, I mentioned, you know, I was talking to somebody. I mentioned what I do and, and said, oh, we got somebody that calls in from uh, Johnson City Joe. They knew instantly uh. who he was, <laughs> everything about him. He's a legend there. Uh. So, uh, anyway, 308-8867, 308-8867. Kevin had a nice uh, uh, question and answer. In the uh, in the light, the free newspaper that's thrown in Northwest San Antonio, I guess, uh, came out on Wednesday, the July the twelfth, and he had an article in there. That said, "I spent some time reviewing the toxic plant list. It's a it's huge and includes lots of common landscape plants. Why don't more dogs and cats poison themselves?" Good question. You know, that's 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 the bottom line. And Calvin Wright says that there's a lots of reasons why pet poisoning from landscape plants is not very common. Most pets are too smart <laughs> to consume poisonous plants, berries, and seeds. He should have added that more than once. Yeah, you well, know, a lot, a lot of a lot of times. Uh, I kind of young cats and whatever kind of go on into that that yeah. or at least they after they taste it. Also, a blanket statement that a plant is toxic is misleading. Salt is toxic, but you would have to consume large amounts before you would be affected. Plants may taste edible-looking plant parts, but they are warned off by unpleasant taste or nausea long before any permanent damage occurs. And most of the time when a pet eats, a, you know, gets sick from eating a plant, they don't eat it again. No. So just like uh, the best dog you can have uh, if you live near a highway is a dog that's gotten hit by a car once. Yeah, and, and, and lived, yeah. They'll never get hit by a car again. Uh, let's see. Uh, in, in some cases... Such as Texas mountain laurel seed, the hard seed shells usually pass through the pet system without any access to the poisonous entered. According to my veterinarian, the main threat to pet poisoning in this area is sago palm seeds. That's so and they, they don't they 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 don't make a lot of seed. I mean, no, and they, but it's kind pass. of seasonal. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before when he. Had a rash of those when they were really, yeah. for some reason, were producing a lot of seed. Yeah, and they 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 appear to be attractive, and they're potent enough, and they're soft. So he 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 saw that as a as a, one of the few plants that was really a threat. But 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 like you say, if you start looking at landscape plants that are poisonous, that's quite a few. Lantana we always talk about. Every piece of lantana yeah. is poison. And even the uh, smell is not, is not something that yeah. pets like. So anyway, that's 
that's good every now and then to call that to multiple people's te- uh, attention. Now we'll have. What scares me is is when the dog or cat gets sick, and uh, they take you take it to the vet and want to pump its stomach and things like that. Uh, but because the vet doesn't know what the what the cat or dog has ingested. And so uh, that that's the way it gets a bad name with a lot of pet owners when they're little. Well, little precious puppies get get into something and I, and chew I've, on plants. And I've seen it where the, the where the person is say saying to the vet, you know, do you suppose it could be this? Yeah. And, and the vet doesn't have the idea any idea what they've come across and. Uh, yeah, I suppose it could be. Yeah, the it's thing, a poisonous plant, so yeah. it could be the problem. The next thing is that the pet owner has said, spread well, the, the, vets, the vet said this is what caused it, and that's yeah, spread quite the often word. not the case. Hey, we got J.J. on the line at 308-8867. Hey, J.J., welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. Hey, I got a question. That I listen to you all the time, every weekend, both days. Well, thank you. And you guys are like the best. I, I've never heard this question. Uh, I got about maybe about twenty rose bushes, and it seems like the ones that are in the shade uh, actually end up dying. Do they actually need sun? I thought they would maybe not flower as good if they didn't get the full six hours of uh, sun, but they actually die, don't they? Well, well they they decline. They decline. Yeah, six hours. They, uh, they should survive, though. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, the ones that are dying aren't getting six hours. They're getting like maybe four or something like that. Huh. Hey, and I just plant. I just planted a Texas red oak and uh, around there, and I noticed that those red oaks from around the area they're gigantic. They take almost the whole yard. If I let that red oak grow, it's going to eventually kill all my roses. Is that correct? Because <laughs> they're not, they're, yeah, they're not going to get any sun. It shades them out, and they, right. uh, they, 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 the first symptom, uh, I hesitate to say they kill the roses. The first symptom is that they, they grow and they, they leaf out and everything, but right. they don't ever bloom. They get, le- they can get leggy. Yeah, they get leggy. Or sparse, a lot of sparse, yes. Yeah, sparse. And over a longer period of time, they w- will kill them out. I've, I watched them. Uh, I watched a, a, a lady that uh, put in some roses under her live oak trees right there by where I drive by every day. Right. And uh, and the, when she first put them in, they bloomed pretty good. Right. And af- after a year or two, they were they were they quit blooming. And. Uh, and they, they they seem to be even more reliable reliable relied on sun because she she had a new gold lantana in that right. under the roses, and the new gold lantana bloomed its brain out, but the rose would not bloom. Hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know whether it's fertility or, or shade or, or a combination of both. I think it's I think it's a shade because all my other uh, roses that have full sun for at least six hours are doing great, and it's the ones that are behind uh, a bush or or maybe behind another rose bush that end end up dying eventually. That's that's I think I think you have a you have a point there. 
And, li- and so a, lot of, a lot of times when they're in the shade, they get uh, diseases, uh, right, powder uh-huh. mildew, and uh, they become more susceptible to insect disease. damage too. Right, right, yeah. right. It's really strange. They it just it's like they they can't mount their defenses, and so right. between well, they're not diseases strong, and insects, you know, they're not not yeah. photosynthesizing and and getting nutrients, and they're not get strong. pale. The foliage gets pale. Yeah. And it kind of doesn't matter whether how much you uh, fertilize them or water them. They just eventually end up dying. Is that correct? That's think? right. It's that sunlight. Yeah, I so think it's it sunlight. Is. Photosynthesis. So it's this choice. You either get a nice, gigantic tree, a tree or you get uh, flowering plants. Is that kind of the, yeah. the, the situation there? Well, okay. now, there are plants that, that, that do well in the shade. Uh, but not uh, roses. Le, le, not roses. Let's say right. uh, Turk's cap. You know that'll uh-huh. bloom in shrimp, the shade. Shrimp plant. Shrimp plant will bloom in the shade. Uh, a blue plumbago. Blue plumbago. There you go. That'll bloom in the shade. So but you like just blue- have to be be careful on, on the plants you select in the shade. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. You guys are the best. Hey, thanks, thanks for Jay. calling in, and thanks for saying the nice things about the show. That makes yeah. Nelson happy. Yeah. That makes us happy, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, J.J. All right, 308-8867, still some time. You didn't get near this many compliments on your concrete show, did you, Matt? Uh, no, I got some, though. Did you? Really? Yeah. How they love to listen to your concrete show? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a, it was a, it was a got solid a, show. Uh, we got a oh. Can we ask it on the air? Here we go. Okay, here, I'm going to give you the microphone so you, we, these guys oh, can Oh, you got a picture. Here you go. You take that, and then uh, you're on the air. What's going on? I was um, putting some mulch out in my um, uh, flower bed around my tree, and um, I've had some landscaping cover there Yo. to kill the grass. And I pulled that back, and there's probably a thousand little worm-looking things. That what, are, what are they eating? I, I can't tell what they they would look like if they were asleep when I pulled it back, but they look like little cutworms. But I never seen cutworms no, that no, big. No, no, that's that's not a caterpillar. There's a thousand of them. Is it a little a, a little maggot kind of thing? Huh? They're a recycler insect. A recycler insect. What's that? She what does that mean? That up. Here. Oh. So my my previous molts they're. It'd be like a mealybug. They're. And guess what? I have a class on the kids in the end of the month about insects. And I can I've bring you some. Quite a bit. I, I can bring you quite a few if you yeah, like. Yeah, those guys, <laughs> you'll find them in potted plants. You'll find them uh, wherever there's a, a little bit of moisture and dead brown material, they can. So they're not a threat to any of his live material. No, they don't material. eat live roots or anything. They're just after the dead material. Kind of like a. Like a termite. Like a rhin- rhinoceros beetle grub. Yeah, exactly like that. They're a recycler insect. So uh, the kids are going to get their hands in it. Yeah, cool. They can pull up some some interesting bugs out of my bucket of fun. Well, Um, well, thank you very much. You bet. All right, don't worry. Say we timed it just perfect so Mary would be walking right by. Yeah, there you go. People like that answer. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, Hey, listen, we're almost out of time here. Anything we got to bring up? Anything uh, coming up? um, that we want to talk about. Oh, we got the the our friends, the Guadalupe Master Gardeners have a Master Gardener training class that starts in August. So go to their uh, website, uh, 
Guadalupe County AgriLife Extension or the Guadalupe County Master Gardeners and see all the particulars about that. It's on Tuesdays from 1230 to 430. There is a $190 fee. You have to apply and you have to be willing to do some volunteer service because you're going to learn a lot. It's going to be great training. So check that out. But yeah, you need to do it pretty quick because they're going to start in August, early August. And uh, what Mary was talking about was that kids' class. It's a kids' gardening class. Millburgers does them once a month. This one on bugs, of course, kids love bugs and uh, ooey-gooey things. So, Do they uh, like bugs as much as bats? Uh, actually, probably more than bats. Oh. My so, grandson doesn't like bugs after he got stung by a scorpion. Oh, that would do it. Well, so if you want to <laughs> learn more, bugs are bad for him. go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to the guys back at the station for getting the show on the air. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.